so can you I, you're more savvy about this whole scheduling thing can you explain this shit to me okay did you see the chart I sent you I, I like briefly per peruse okay, let me the date. Bring up the chart. Okay, so so Monday, January fifteenth, Supergirl resumes. Right. The next day, Black Lightning premieres. Don't care. At nine p.m. in the Legends time slot. So then, the Supergirl is on until Monday, February twelfth. So that's what like a month. Like we say, like four episodes of Supergirl. And then it stops and Legends comes back. And then Supergirl doesn't come back until April 9th. I'm sorry, April 16th. Why are they doing this? <laughs> like someone smoked a lot of crack and like was like, what will be the most... It's basically like, you know how I take simple things sometimes and I make like a gigantic thing out of it? Mm. It's basically like putting me in charge of the CW programming. Like, it's a fuckness of like, I don't know why they would do that. Like, it's got to be like a scheduling conflict that they just <clears throat> realized. Like, maybe Melissa Benoist or somebody. No, is... they're still, they're still. There's still all the scheduling, all the shooting scheduling stays the same. It's the airing scheduling that's different. I think it's because they, they have like two other shows that are that are on. One of them's called Valor, and I forget what the other one is called. But I think they were assuming that those shows, one of them would have been canceled oh, by God. now, Let's and because they Valor weren't. About this sounds like shit. It's it's like there are people. And the boundaries it, it, between military discipline and human desire are tested on a U.S. Army base that houses an elite unit of helicopter pilots trained to perform clandestine and international blank. And then there's Riverdale and Sounds. Dynasty. So technically, I think they were thinking that either Dynasty or Valor was going to get canceled. But instead, both of them ended up getting full season orders. So they were like, you know what? Let's just put Carrie in charge of CW programming. Get her high. And, and yeah. Dynasty. It follows two American wealthy, America's wealthiest families as they feud for control over the, their fortune and their children. Like, fuck um, off. Okay, Who so wants... Dynasty, first of all, Dynasty is like a remake of a soap opera from the 80s. And I'm not going to say anything, but someone that we know that may be on this phone call right now likes that. But, I mean, <laughs> is that really a show we need in the Trump era? Like, like I'm sure that you like it. I mean, you watch a lot of shows, so it's going to be hard to, like, hit a show that you don't like. I mean, do you watch Valor? No. And you've watched Riverdale. Is Riverdale, like... Good enough. Riverdale's fucked up, man. Because I I've I, never liked Archie, and so I've never given it like a. I don't know why I'm still watching Riverdale. Let's be honest. I, I don't know why. I can't. I have to. I have to know who this killer is, and then I'm done. Because, like, the last episode, you know, Betty, she yeah. did a strip tease to the song "Mad World." I guess you know I'll song? watch it then. Gee, you convinced me. <laughs> And she's wearing, like, black leather, like, lingerie. 
And it's in front of, like, her mom. Her mom's there. And, like, like her boyfriend's father. And it's and she has like no life inside of her eyes as she's doing the strip tease. So and and then she gets on a pole and you're like, what? What's this? Strip tease controversy. Sounds like there's <laughs> like, controversy behind it. Yeah, because I mean, she basically did like her mom was. It was in a room full of like biker guys, the Sarpens, and her mom was there. So it's like it's a bunch of old dudes and like her mom and then like. Her boyfriend, like it's like what, and she looks dead inside. Well, and I mean, she gets up on a pole, and you're sitting there like, "What's going on here?" What's? And she's 16. I mean, I can't. Yeah, I can't find any pictures, so I guess I'll just have to. <laughs> just, you know, I'm not Roy Moore, but I just wanted to see. She's super hot. Catch on YouTube. She's super attractive. Anyways, like, is Black Lightning, like, I know they were saying that it wasn't in the CW universe. Is it or is it not? It's not, but you know they're going to bring it in. He's going to be, like, an Earth, like, three. By the way, now, every time they say, like, Black Lightning, I keep thinking of that song, Grease Lightning, and so in my head, I go, Black Black Lightning, (laughs) go Black Lightning. That should be the theme song for the show. Every time. I mean, like, I'm excited for Black Lightning because, like, that's a cool character. Um, but if they don't make him a part of the CW universe, like, I'm not going to be interested in it. But, like, Supergirl Season 1, like, if there's very strong hints that it's going to happen, then I'll watch it. Yeah. I don't know why they just haven't moved Supergirl over to our Earth yet. Like, make a, right. what do you call it? What was it? Crisis on Infinite Earths or something? And, like, yeah, well, I mean, that, that's what everyone thought was happening when uh, Rain's ship came down, remember? Or, no, was it Rain or Monel? I think it was Rain. When Rain's ship came down, everyone was like, because they just showed, like, this crazy meteor, and then that's how season two ended, or... Was it season two? Yeah, season two. Ended. I think I think season one is that what you're talking about? No, season one was Monel, right? Or maybe maybe it was season one's ending. But one of the finales, we were like, "Oh, this is like gonna be like a bomb that is like destroying everything," and then she's just yeah. gonna end up winding, like going to National City and the CW. It's stupid. It's stupid that they don't already have her on Earth, and then it's stupid. I don't know why they. Do, I don't know why they wouldn't have Black Lightning on our Earth. If, like, I mean, they made Vixen in our Earth. Well, the crazy thing is, right? So, <clears throat> Kara's in her Earth. Kara's on friggin' it, Nazi I, Earth X. Yeah. Like, where is she on her on this Earth? Like. Yeah. There's got to be a version of it. Because everyone's supposed to have a doppelanger on another Earth. Unless, like, your doppelanger. Doppelanger. (laughs) Saturn girl has a doppelanger. Saturn girl. And, and, like, where is Barry Allen and Oliver Queen on her Earth? Like, it it doesn't make sense (laughs) to have an Earth that's just the supers. I know that there's, like, versions of that in the comics where there's, like, 
that like certain heroes maybe never became heroes or whatever, but I just I don't know. Like her Earth is like the weird ass Earth. Like that is like they have they had Earth X. Like her Earth should be like Earth Y or something. Yeah. It shouldn't like it's it's weird. That like literally like, no meta humans ever <clears throat> were created and like Harrison Harrison Wells, like when he explained the whole Earth X thing, he should have said, And there's another Earth in which on the bus exists, that's Kara's Earth. There's another Earth where the Legion of Doom has Black Manta on it. <laughs> There's another <What>? Earth where <laughs> the Flash is Barry Allen, but is played by Ezra Miller. <laughs> oh, fucking Barry Allen. I don't know. I'm not... Like, I, I want to be excited for Black Lightning, but I don't know. He kind of looks a bit goofy. He's got like a bunch of neon lighting. I don't know. I'm excited for like more black superheroes. Too bad, too bad the CW is so anti-black superhero with Jack's freaking leaving. But well, yeah. There's you can't. I mean, there's like a rule. There's too, if there are too many black people on a screen, we get confused. Yeah, white people get too confused. They're like, wait a minute, where are all the white people at? Understand. This isn't proportional to a my reality. Oh man, microaggressions, microaggressions, coming out the yin yang. So let's talk about the crossover because we, I lost my voice like the night we were planning on recording, and you lost your phone, right? What? So, oh, I oh my phone. Yeah, I did go pick up the other phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was about to say like was, we yeah we were totally planning on doing like a straight up crossover episode where we talked like in depth about them like right after and trying to get them out like in a timely manner, but shit happened and uh, so yeah, we're just gonna do a quick brief talk about it now like a week after they've aired and we've already seen the mid season finales and stuff, but we just want to kind of go back. Give our thoughts on it just in case you were curious, and that way we don't have to waste time during the mid-season finale podcast that will be up after this one. Um, talking about the crossover, we can focus just on the finales. So, on a scale of one to uh, ten, what would you give this crossover, Carrie? I'll give it like a nine. Yeah, I think I think I would too. I was I was describing it for a friend who my friend my friend's a bit ridiculous like he he wears like all the Stephen Amell apparel and he's like super big on Arrow but he yeah. still hasn't watched last <clears throat> season and he hasn't watched like any of this season so I can't talk with him about anything and so I've gotten to the point where like he he hasn't like even watched last season of the flash either. And so I was like, all right, screw spoilers. I like, can't talk. Yeah. I was like, you're going to watch last year's crossover <laughs> because it was good, but it doesn't even compare to this year's crossover. So I'm just going to make you watch both crossovers. Yeah. And I was trying to explain to him, like without spoiling anything, I was like, it's got Nazi Oliver queen who's married to Nazi Supergirl, And it's amazing. So I think I got yeah. his attention. Um, I will have to say, I mean, my most important note that I wanted to express about this crossover was the 
50-second uh, appearance we had of King Shark. Well, I know. <laughs> like, that, that, that really made it for me. Like, I knew we were going in a good direction when I was like, King Shark! King Shark! It's King Shark! <laughs> and, yeah, so I knew, like, we were going there. Um, there was a lot of controversy. People are really um, kind of, like, upset about the Nazi aspect. And... <clears throat> like one part of my family is Jewish. I'm not Jewish. Um, so like I, I've, I have Jewish relatives. Um, and so like, you know, I mean, and of course, you know, we learn, you know, about, you know, the whole history of everything. And I mean, I have to say that, like, I think, I don't know. I, I didn't feel like, offended and i get if people did it's not like i'm trying to tell people how to feel but i think there are things in life that like you know you just can't ignore get past or like pussyfoot around and you know i i i thought it was okay that they did you know the whole earth x nazi thing what were your feelings on it so my feeling is the same as any time they use Nazis, and, I, and I'm not Jewish, and I don't have, like, any Jewish blood in my whole entire, like, tree. I don't know why. We actually got more German, which is probably going to hurt my argument. But um, <laughs> but I, I have the feeling that any time you get the chance to put Nazis in and beat the shit out of them, like, you know, who doesn't love to watch Nazis getting the shit kicked out of them? My biggest issue with that, with, like, the whole thing, right? Yeah. Was the very first, like, scene you see the Nazis, they come into a church and shoot it up and kill some people. And I'm like, you know, me coming from Texas before I lived in Sweden, I was just like, that Texas shooting just happened like a month or two ago and uh like and i know they had wrote this and shot this a year in advance or you know they shot it a couple months in advance but they wrote it like a year in advance and so it was too late to change anything but i was i kind of cringed i was just like ooh, you know yeah but yeah I, but but the whole nazi thing doesn't bother <laughs> like i just bought the game wolfenstein because i want to shoot some nazis like I don't... and then you know i mean just i don't want to talk too much about it because i don't want to like right. we don't want a giant crossover episode but i mentioned to you like you watch that show what is it man in the high castle or something i watched yeah like the first is that episode what it's called that, yeah. man in high... and yeah. that's basically about what would happen if like if the nazi has had one so right. i mean like it it's not like this like the cw is the only show like or network in the world to have ever thought about doing this it's hap you know like we see movies like this we see shows like this and it's a you know it's ugly part of history and like you said watching nazis get their asses kicked yeah. yay yeah exactly and i mean there's really when you go into history there's really no greater villain you know, at least to us Americans than the Nazis to call yeah. on. And, and DC doesn't have like Hydra, which are basically Nazis, but with the name, the less offensive name, you know? So like, I, I don't know, they could use like some other, I'm sure D, DC has like a version of Hydra. It's just not as big as Hydra, but I mean, I don't know. I, I just think, I just think people need to, to calm down a bit and, Sure, if you had, like, grandparents 
who were in concentration camps and stuff, it, you might be a bit touchy, but that's like not the angle they were going for. They're, they're going for like, we want straight up evil. Like we don't need to tell you how evil, you know, I don't know. That's, um, that's kind of my, my feeling. Melissa Benoit was amazing in this crossover. I thought uh, her playing um, Overgirl was, she, it was, she did a really good job. She was so good as Overgirl. Like she, it, it's kind of like the whole thing with like Katie Cassidy. Like when they switch to like their evil yeah. like side, like they get, they step up a level in, in uh, acting, actressing, acting. Whereas Katie Lotz, like whenever she was evil, she was just like a raging zombie. So, you know. Yeah. Shots fired. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what else was really good about the crossover. Like my mind is kind of like all I really remembered was Katie. <laughs> right. Well, so I just like I the whole time we've been talking, I've been scrolling up on our chat. Okay. And. Remind me. Basically, you were just said, "Oh my god, so much stress! Stress! I wish I had chocolate. Oh fuck, I can't stop crying." Oh my so, god! So much I is happening now. right now. Yeah. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! So oh, let's, let's talk man. about like the biggest thing to happen in the crossover, right? And that's uh, Sarah Lance banging Alex. I'm just kidding. Three times, guys. <laughs> three times. Three times. Yeah. Three, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we'll talk about um, some of like the big things that happened real quick. So, of course, Stein dies, which is fucking heartbreaking, right? I mean, like, it wasn't even like they gave him, like, he got shot once. They, like, shot him four or five times. Right, and they shot him while... Literally all the other heroes, including the super-powered heroes, were just standing there watching. Like, there, there's, like, a scene of, like, in Oliver, you know, sure, he's he doesn't have powers and stuff, but there's, like, a scene of, like, him and someone else, like, I'm not sure who it was, just, like, hiding behind a box, just watching him. And I was just like, I told Kara, I was like, you know what, you know who would really, like, save the day right now? Wally West. Yeah, but no, Wally. I mean, that's, that's... Wally has to go protect Iris and Joe, and or not no, Iris, uh, Joe C- and Cecilia. Cecilia C- and C- yeah, there was a, someone else. Yeah, and I was thinking today, I was like, you know, what would protect them better if Wally just like ran them to Fiji real quick <laughs> and just left them there for like a day, and then Wally could have fought, right? Yeah, I mean, so I've known for probably about like five months that uh victor garber was leaving legends i and i knew like it wasn't gonna be um like it wasn't gonna be just him leaving it was gonna be him dying and i I mean like i've known about the whole crossover for like a while so i knew he was dying and i still could not stop crying because it was like brutal and it was sad and then we have like him and Jax, and I'm like, holy fuck! Like, and then you know, Man. Caitlin. I mean, the whole thing was really emotionally like, it was bad. I mean, Jesus, I even I'm. It's hard for me now. Freaking uh, Friends drama nailed that shit. Like he was amazing. Yeah. Like I, I was just like, man, they're getting rid of Jax. 
like spoilers for people that haven't seen the mid season finale, like he's he'd left. Like he's not becoming yeah. Spider Man, unfortunately. And I was just like after that like they really underuse Jax. They underuse Firestorm. Like, it's not surprising that they wanted to get rid of Firestorm because they had no clue how to use him because he was too powerful to be on that team. Yeah. But, like, the the killer or the kicker for me was that, like, they've been teasing for two episodes before the crossover that Stein wanted to leave and go home to Lily. And, yeah. And, and his baby wife. Baby Ronnie. And baby Ronnie Raymond, who's going to grow up to be actual Ronnie Raymond in some weird time fuck. But anyways, it's like, I kind of wanted that payoff. Like I would have been a little more okay with him dying. If, if like he would have been able to bring Lily to Stein, you know, like I'm sure Jack's could have held on for like a little bit longer where while they went and got his wife and Lily and the grandson and just so he could see them again before he died. Yeah. That's the crusher for me, like being a dad, like not like whenever he went to tell his wife and Lily, like that's when I was like, oh, shit, I can't. And I mean, like, you know, like it's it was so like beautiful that like like um, Stein's family, like how how much they embraced Jax. You know what I mean? Like like they knew like Jax was a part of Stein. It wasn't just like they were best. He was a part of him. And it's like oh my god like the family interactions and i was like jesus like man they're really getting me here like and the thing too is like especially with the mid-season which we won't talk about that much but like jack sees stein and what the hell's the name of his wife clarissa clarissa right right god how did i forget that she explains it all uh clarissa and and lily while they were like young like in the 90s and so like to them they've known jack since the 90s like even probably before that like it, it it's in some like weird way like clarissa's like known jacks for that long yeah and so like i don't know i don't know it, it was it was really sad that's all i guess we really have to say i was I yeah was i just really had to pissed. use just had to use my inhaler because I was getting all upset again. <laughs> oh, I know. I, well, I'm reading. I'm reading through like my comments of the first two episodes to you, and I just want to talk about Wally West catching that bullet and throwing it back in the Nazi's gun. Oh my god! And what did I? I had said. I mentioned to you like I could picture that. Like I sent you that gif, and I was like, imagine this like the, like seemed to like a Michael Jackson song, oh, like Smooth Criminal or something. Yeah. I mean, he had like moves. It was like a little like a dance thing, and it was like like foot out, hand up, right. slide. Like it was very. Yeah. One question I have is in the crossover, they actually gave Killer Frost one of her like actual powers, which is like turning her whole like forearm yeah. into a giant ice blade yeah. and like straight up killing like Nazis with it. Are they ever, yeah. are we ever going to see that power again? Because I don't know. she's back to being like a blue beam shooter. She's like, whoever, whoever wrote that um, episode was like, I think the first way that the first. The first part of the crossover was the Supergirl episode. So whoever wrote that one uh, was like, hey, you know what else Killer Frost can do? You know what yeah. I want to see? Like, even if she's just a blue beam shooter, like Captain Cold or Citizen Cold, like, I'd, 
<laughs> Is that a cat? Holy shit. <laughs> I'd I'd like to see her like use her powers enough to where like her hair like frosts over, like freezes back, you know, so that she kind of yeah. looks like cartoon killer frost and stuff like yeah. that. Like that'd be cool. Um but yeah, Wally Wally gets sent away evil Oliver. Oh yeah, I was complaining because evil Oliver was like, Oh, the the wedding ceremony was the best opportunity for us to attack. You know, he was complaining to uh, Hubbard. Yeah. And I was like, really? On a wedding day, is the ceremony really the best opportunity to attack? That's like, like, I mean, the reception when everyone's super drunk would be the best time, right? Yeah. Like, you know, let I I was kind of shocked that they made Oliver. How do you pronounce it? Because I was, I've been saying the Faja. How do you pronounce it? The guy in charge. <laughs> the Führer. <laughs> okay, the Führer. Um, I was kind of surprised that he ended up being the further, for, <laughs> the fur. Yeah. The Führer, because he kind of like he wasn't a good strategizer, and I don't know. He just didn't seem that like evil enough, or like I don't know. And the thing is. And sorry to interrupt, like, this was one of my biggest pet peeves, because, like, I was, I didn't realize he was the Fuhrer right away, and so, like, I thought maybe when they, like, did the whole entrance of Quentin Lance, I was really let down, because I was like, is he really the Fuhrer? And then you were like, no, he's, like, something else, and Oliver's the Fuhrer. So the story is that Hitler was, like, the leader of the world, basically, and then he died in like 92 or something and yeah passed his title to Oliver Queen or or he like passed his title to someone who passed it to Oliver Queen like out of the whole entire world he passes it to like an american douchebag <laughs> like it doesn't make sense and then Quentin yeah. Lance is like you know happens to be like his one of his top Man, and it, it's just, it's too small of a world for all that to happen for me. Like, they should have, I don't know, they could have done other cool stuff. Like, they could have had Krieger in, like, the guy from Legends who was literally a Hulk Nazi. They could have had yeah. him show up. Like, I don't know. I, it would have been better if, like, Malcolm Merlin or somebody was the Fuhrer, because at least he, like, went around the world and, like, had contacts and... Or, or freaking Van Vandal Savage could have been the Fuhrer. Yeah. You know, like, the, I don't know. Just having Oliver be it was, was kind of dumb. Or they could have had, like, Roz come back or something. Like, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, or freaking Kal-El. Have freaking Clark Kent be the Fuhrer and have Kara be his general. And, like, I don't know. I would have written that better because Oliver Queen does it like out of all the meta humans in the world like why would he be the leader i don't i don't get it bit dumb anyways tommy merlin was a cool cameo love that oh my god that was such a good scene um again i've known about that for months like holding mm. on to these secrets it's like sucks sometimes but then it's worth it when like you like see it live and i'm like yeah that must be what it's like to not know things but Man, him as Prometheus was like the best. And then like oh, so good. 
that scene where like you think like Oliver has broken like I call them like Timotheus. Like you think like he's broken him and he's going to like, you know, Timotheus is going to say like their plans and stuff like that. And he just like pops a cyanide capsule and Oliver has to watch his friend die again. And I'm like, holy shit. Like that's this is good. This is what the crossover is all about. Death and like crying. So we're going to blast through a bit of this Metallo (laughs) and Red Tornado. <gasps> so good like whoever finally, finally they've been <laughs> whoever they've was out. like we need to put supergirl villains in this crossover from se- the supergirl villains from like season one and like the start of season two like bravo to that person because freaking yeah. putting actual robot metallo and not just australian guy who has like a weird th- like prosthetic chest with rubber nipples like <laughs> Having actual Metallo was great. Red Tornado was amazing, like super good. Yeah. Um, my favorite part of the crossover was when Heobard was trying to cut open Kara and he couldn't with the knife, and like he couldn't figure out why he couldn't cut her, and I couldn't figure out why he couldn't cut her, and then Ray freaking Palmer just pops up, and just punches and blasts everyone in the room. Like, holy shit. Talk about and a great And by the way, my, and the line that I, I still say to this day, I'm going to crack you like a walnut. Like, <laughs> what? That's so fucked up. Who, um, who yeah, are you but... saying that to? <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Bart says it to Kara. I'm saying, but who are you? You said you still oh. say it to this day. <laughs> Do you say <laughs> that to your cat? No, I say it to myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah. Um, I think I'm sweat cat again. <laughs> <laughs> what What was your favorite part of the crossover? Uh, I don't know. Um, well, you know what my favorite part was. That's what I'm asking. I I'm mean, a- if we're gonna if we're gonna get to like, I mean, it's a good segue. All right. I, Go. Well, it's hard to get. I you can't ask me that because there's so many favorite parts. But I mean, like, if you want to get to like what shipper carry, if you want to talk to her. Not really, because then the podcast will be super long. I mean, I was trying to segue in the You Say and the Olicity wedding, and then I could be like... Oh, well, I was going to say that, but I mean, I loved the whole entire crossover, but I didn't know if you wanted to talk to Shipper Carrie, who will tell you that her favorite part of the crossover was that goddamn wedding. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, holy shit, that was beautiful, which, by the way, listen, kids, <clears throat> to anyone listen to this. If your friends support your, like, relationship with someone and they encourage you the whole entire time that, like, whatever, you guys should get married, da-da-da. And then, like, you know, you happen to say, hey, I'm going to get married, too. Well, you guys are getting married, like, in the middle of the field after your funeral. Like, listen, it's fine. Iris and Barry didn't mind. Okay? Uh, Carrie, okay? don't you mean we are the Flash? <laughs> Queer the Flash didn't mind, okay? And <laughs> even though they made a sna- snarky comment, which we won't talk about in this podcast, we'll save it for the Flash. <clears throat> but yeah, that was great. My God, I love that double wedding in a field. I mean, w- minus the fact it was after a funeral, because let me tell you, after all the funerals I've been to, I'm usually drunk by the time, like, the end of the funerals happened. And I mean, although I probably would you know, get married because I'm drunk at the end of the funeral. You really shouldn't get married after a funeral. So as, <laughs> as a uh, hashtag Patty bear and hashtag Raylicity shipper still to this day, both those weddings 
were blasphemy. No, I'm just. I, I thought it on, was on on Earth on Earth like four. Yeah, that's where those couples live. Well, no, I said like if they didn't mention Felicity or Ray Palmer uh, during uh, in in Earth X that that was canon that they that realicity exists on Earth X, and they showed Felicity for like a minute. She was a you know in the Jewish like concentration camp. Yeah. And I was, she was like, you know, I'm going to go back and feed these children or whatever. And I wrote you and I was just like, she's going back to her husband, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> and they feed all the poor children. Yeah. They for the poor children together. But anyways, um, speaking of Ray, what did you think of the Ray? And in, in hashtag cold him. Ray. Um, I loved him so much. And actually, as soon as this is all over, Tonight, I'm going to watch uh, the show just premiered on the CW, Seed, the CW Seed, the cartoon. But and I love the Ray. I thought he was, like, the cutest little superhero. Like, him and Firestorm, like, flying together was, like, confusing because I'm like, they're both yellow. But um, yeah, but the Ray's got the ears. <laughs> and I, love the, I forget who said it, but someone said to, like, the Ray, like, your, your superhero name includes your real name. And I was like, Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I loved Cold Ray. Oh my god! Yeah, so adorable little men kissing. I liked Leo at first, but after like we'll talk about the Legends yeah. mid season on that podcast. But like I don't know, he he's just okay. But I liked seeing like a good Citizen Cold. Uh, I wish they would have shown whatever, like, Mick's hero name was on EarthX, but apparently he seemed like he was a good yeah, guy. Yeah, and see, like, when they showed... I think they released, like, stills of the crossover, and you saw... And you thought it was Captain Cold, and I was like, pay attention to, to Captain Cold or something, because I didn't want... Because I wanted you to know he was, like, not Captain Cold, he was Citizen Cold, and that was pretty cool. My biggest nitpick with the crossover, and it's such a little nitpick, and it's just like classic me, but there was like one big fight scene where in the background, like it's not even the two characters fighting that they're focusing on in the background for like a whole, like 15, 20 seconds, you see Overgirl and white canary fighting. And I was just like, come on, like Overgirl yeah, would yeah. have just punched her like once through a wall and she would have like been a red stain on the wall. Like it, to show like White Canary like hitting evil Supergirl with her little stick and pretending like she has a chance against her, like come on, like come on. I don't know. Yeah, but we just we need more Wally it was, West. The, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times like they don't think a lot i think they're like hey how many people can we fit in this fight scene rather than like who should we match up against each other yeah and you know white canary versus overgirl it's like it's no contest whatsoever no Uh, offense to white canary and her i just i think that last episode like i don't know for some reason like, I was a bit mad at first that, like, Ray and Nate and all of them and Vixen weren't in the crossover. But when they do show up in that fourth episode, that fourth part, like, it's tremendous. Yeah. It's such, like, a tremendous, like, moment 
of like finally we have like all these other superheroes that are back and like you got the scene where Nate catches Kara while she's like falling from the sky like which is amazing and like the it made me like the legends like a little bit more even though I've already I already kind of like them so and you know in that fourth episode not final we have that lineup of the superheroes and it's like 20 deep superheroes and then you have like the Ray and Firestorm and then like Killer Frost like slide in on her little ice capade. And like holy shit, like the the child inside of me was like giddy with how many superheroes we had on our screen at once. Like it was yeah. amazing. Right. And it was like so f- excuse my well, this is explicit anyways. It was so fucking awesome. Like I just couldn't like I couldn't handle it. Just yeah. I'd still, that still gives me like chills, like seeing that gift, especially I love, I mean, my God, if I could, if I could just float around on ice all day, like that would be great. I think like, like most of our, like, like chatting to each other, like, especially me and stuff, whenever <clears throat> I was watching it, it was mostly like, yay, Ray, yay, Firestorm, <laughs> baby Ray, oh my god, Adam versus Metallo, and it's just like, yay, Jay and Jackson Stein, yay, gay snart, stuff like that, and like, I remember being like, yay, Diggle, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, kind of like you yeah. were saying, like, having all these, yeah. yeah, having all these characters together, like, even seeing, like, John Diggle at the last, like, minute of the crossover i was like oh my god stiggle it's like you know i could have seen him on any episode of the arrow but i was so excited to see him there and not only did we have all of these heroes but the representation like we had you know the gayness the you know we had you know the uh um oh my god um alex who 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 is Spanish that I'm trying to think of? Wild Dog. And um, is Black Canary her character? Like, Latina? But anyways, but, you know, like, ethnic representation. Right. Like, you know, the gayness. Like, I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. Like, I, I'm i proud of that, even though I had yeah. nothing to do with it. <laughs> right, exactly. Can, can we talk about, like, the? we'll end on, like, one note, right? And it's... The okay. the the evil wave riders Gideon was was, yeah. was the voice of Moira Queen. Yeah, Isn't that fucking um, amazing. It's so good. Yeah the 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 moment that happened, I was like, whose voice is that? And then all of a sudden, all these articles started popping up on Twitter that mentioned that it was um, Susanna Thompson, and I was like. It would have kind of helped, like, beforehand if they had said, oh, Susanna Thompson plays a role in in the crossover. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it made much of an impact, but I tried to spread the word, like, later on through Twitter and, um, you know, people's, like, articles online. But that was a nice little nod. And Susanna Thompson is, like, always able or, like, willing to help out Arrow because she loves the show so much. Right. I forgot that... um... Before we end, uh, how do you feel about um, our the our great superhero Barry Allen letting Reverse Flash go, Carrie? You know, <laughs> I mean, let's not, let's have a fight, and then all of a sudden, like I don't I don't know, I just don't get it. Like I don't. You I were, guess you were so mad. 
I was. I, I pisses me off. Like someone said that someone said that I guess in order for certain events to happen have to happen he has to let reverse flash live which i don't know like fuck that honestly truly yeah. i don't know i'm sorry fuck it honestly because i i kind of i'm sick of having the reverse no i am kind of you know i like my heobard thon but like it was just stupid to have such a violent fight against someone and then just stop and be like all right bro i loved having season one Harrison Wells back like I liked seeing Tom Cavanaugh back in that role but like you like especially after Legends last season like I'm getting really sick of just reverse flash in general but I think it's more of like like there's got to like you said there's got to be a point where he can kill reverse flash like I know he can't kill him until reverse flash kills his mom otherwise that'll cause like the flashpoint bullshit again but after he kills his mom, like, what does Reverse Flash do besides... Cause more problems. Cause more problems. Like, I know he, he... Like, I don't know. I feel like up until the point he beats him in season one, like, he should be able to just kill him after that. Yeah. And it's kind of just, like, it's it's redundant. And, like, I mean, mm. I don't... I don't... I've never read a lot of the Flash comics, but... At some point, like, doesn't the Reverse Flash die ever? Like, he well, he just actually did. You have the Button comics. He just died in that one, but he actually he's one of those characters that can always come back, like, which is annoying. And he's also like one of those characters that's powerful enough to just like really wreak havoc on characters, even like Superman stuff. So and, he's, I mean, like, or even couldn't they have just captured him? Can't you put yeah. him somewhere? Yeah, like, I and mean, I just he's... think that's really like, you know, get you a man like Oliver Queen, who's like, a ba boom you're dead. Yeah, he's kind of, he's really just like DC's MacGuffin. Like, anytime they need something, they can just <laughs> yeah. use Reverse Flash, and that's why, like, I don't know. We won't complain about it that much, but that's really all I have to say about the finale. It's just good Elicity moments. But like, I was pretty pissed at Elicity until the very end, because, I mean... The whole, like, I don't want to marry you thing, like, in the middle of the, the rehearsal dinner party was... Yeah, you and I went back and forth, and I was trying to explain that to you. You're like, I don't, you're like, I don't care. No, that was that was <laughs> fucked up, and I was so pissed. And I was like, you know what? She wouldn't have talked that way to Ray. <laughs> oh, man, we did get that Ray Licity, like, mention, yeah. which, which I really loved. Where I think Ray was just like, or I forget even what it was. It was just like, oh, yeah, we used to date. <laughs> I think they did, like, to to finish things off, I think they did a really good job, including Supergirl in uh, the crossover this season. Yeah. We had the death of Guardian in the beginning. Um, oh, we man. had, you know, Kara and Alex had, like, front and center in the crossover. We also had Wynn, General Wynn. Oh, man, he was so good. Um, And so, like, I think... You know, I think we're at a good point, like, show-wise, with, like, including characters and stuff like that, and and I, I don't know, that's why I give it a nine. Yeah, definitely. I think having Alex in, in with her really brought, yeah. like, more of that show, and like you said, they really gave them their issues, like, you got, like, you know, the issues with Maggie and her and Sarah, like, talking about 
being each other's Maggie. And Sarah was like, yeah, I had a Maggie too. And I was like, wait a minute, Sarah dated someone named Maggie. And then I realized it was just like an allegory, but yeah, I liked it. You know, and the question arises, I think you and I started off when we just started the Skype call talking about a possibility of another character being included into the Arrowverse. And we'll just have to see next year if that happens. Yeah, definitely. Go Grease Lightning. (laughs) (laughs) Grease is black sometimes. (sighs) But anyways, thank you for listening. Make sure you check out our mid-season finale podcast, which are going to come up shortly after this one. Yeah. Yeah, So um, you should listen to those over Christmas. Have a great Christmas. And for people listening in the future, I don't know why you would be, but I hope you had a good Christmas and I hope you had a good happy new year. Welcome to 2018. We've traveled in time now. Carrie. (laughs) Have a good night. Happy new year. (laughs) 